Hi everyone, hopefully you're having a good day today. As you can see by the title of this episode, we have a really fantastic creator who's the guest of today's episode. And funny enough, I want to tell you guys a little bit of a backstory about having her on the podcast. Um, this is Beyond the Garment with Drew Joyner, me, your host. Kind of said that weirdly, but oh well. And today's guest is Tammy May. So for 2022, I had a list of people that I really wanted to have on my podcast, and I wrote down the people that I thought that would be interesting, and at the top of the list, obviously, I thought about those individuals before. I thought about the individuals kind of towards the bottom or the middle the middle of the list, and today's guest, Tammy May, was almost at the very top of the list. I've really been interested in dying to talk to her ever since I saw her content on YouTube. I've been very, very interested in what she's been up to and just her creative style and just getting an opportunity to pick her brain on subjects such as fashion, obviously mental health and self-improvement. For those of you who don't know Tammy May, she is a 20-something-year-old content creator living in the New York City area. She's big in fashion. Obviously, her social media pages are reflective of her personal style. She has about 170,000 on TikTok, over 60,000 on Instagram, and around 20 to 30, if I believe correctly, um, on YouTube. So she's really relatively popular in the scene and um, she's a really great fantastic creator that I've like I said been interested in for a long time if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you're on Spotify make sure to give this podcast a five-star review I put a ton of work and a ton of love into making this free content for you guys I would appreciate it if you could repay that work with just a little short five-star review it's a good podcast yada 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 you get the idea help your homie out if if I was just a homie like how would you help him out with a five-star review what would you say (laughs) All right, let's get into the live episode. Three, two, one. Bang. There are very few content creators that I've binged through all their material. And today's guest, Tammy May, is one of them. I'm incredibly excited to have her on the show. Tammy, talk to me nice. How are you doing today? (laughs) Hey, hey, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so freaking thankful and just happy and appreciative to be in the space with you and talk about some real shit i love it Um, i love it i love it i love your energy by the way too you you come across as a very genuine person like that's the first kind of energy transfer i felt from you that you're very genuine and obviously you're also very intentional and i love how you like speak about things we'll we'll get into all that more but yeah i was telling you before i got into the pod or before we started recording the pod that this has been a long time coming i have a list of everyone I want on the podcast and your name is kind of to the top of that list. I've always, I've always wanted to talk to you. I've been a big fan of yours. Like I mentioned and the, uh, this is, this is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> I appreciate it. You're so, you're so kind and right back at you. Come on. I saw you, your TikTok is popping. I always refer people to it if they want to learn a few things. Or two. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Let's start with the first question, Tammy. Um, This is a question I love asking. It helps me get a bit more, helps me learn a bit more about you and the listener learn a little bit more about you. Talk to me about your background and kind of what it was like for you growing up as a kid. Yeah, um, man, when I think about how I grew up, it seems like a whole other lifetime because I actually grew up in California. Oh, really? And right now I'm based in New York. Um, yeah, so I grew up in this little city called El Monte. It's not like LA, how you see it and like reality TV shows and shit. It's like, <laughs> it's El Monte. Like we're in East LA here. 
Um, but it's a lot of, I grew up in a area where it's like a lot of Chicano culture meshed with a lot of, of the uh, Asian American immigrant first gen experience. Facts. So there's a lot of uh, identity clashes and um, just a lot of people are trying to find their way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's where I grew up, but I grew up with a smaller family, like just my sister and my mom. And um, we came from very, very humble beginnings, still kind of in the same situation as we figure out this thing called life. Of course. Um, yeah, yeah. But that's, yeah, I, I lived in California until I was 20. And then I moved to Mississippi <laughs> for a year or two. I remember that. I remember you mentioning that in one of your videos. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. You remember. Thank you. <laughs> I'm telling you, I really I used to watch, especially on, I found out about you on YouTube, not not to cut you off. But um, and then ever since I found a couple of your videos, I just I don't know. There's something about the way you film them and just the, your personality. I just really I really attached on to it. And, and my girlfriend and I, we ended up watching a few and I watch them all. So we'll talk about how I want you to make a comeback to YouTube. But um, yeah, so you grew up East LA, you grew up in kind of this, this uh, melting pot of immigrant culture, Chicano culture, um, which is really fascinating. And I, and I feel like you, like I said, you still talk about some of these things to this day. And obviously you, if your family is still in situations that are still assimilated to that lifestyle, it's really interesting as well. Kind of like, tell me what you did as a kid for fun. Like what were you and your sister doing and your mom, obviously like, um, that's a very particular kind of family dynamic. What were you guys doing for enjoyment? And then, like, what were some of the challenges you faced, too? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we didn't have much to, like, do. We didn't really go on vacations or anything. So mm-hmm. I would always find joy in um, – I daydreamed a lot. I always was trying to tell stories by way of, like, reenacting random scenes that I would want to do and like have my sister like play along with me um and I think that's where my my love for acting like came from Mm. Uh, but I yeah we always just try to make the best with what we had Um, I learned piano for a little bit but uh it was just always rooted in the arts where we found fun because I think there was so much pressure on our family to for us to since we were in America um, to become a doctor mm, so mm. that was that was the trajectory of my career growing up um, I thought I was gonna be a doctor right right yeah that that's that's very common for um, a lot of people in Asian American communities too or just any, any kind of immigrant community um, you're gonna be either doctor lawyer accountant something that obviously has a foundation in you know creating some type of generational wealth right hopefully right stability generational wealth that kind of thing which makes a lot of sense um i'm curious so you know you lived your life there then you moved to missouri remind me why did you move to missouri again or mississippi Um, Mississippi. my bad mississippi my my bad (laughs) something yeah my bad (laughs) um my okay so the reason why i moved to mississippi was because I was hitting this wall in my early college years. I was studying biochemistry at UCSD and, um, and I did dance on the side and I found myself dedicating so much more time and effort into dance. And um, 
just ways of expressing myself creatively, not through academia. Mm. Um, but in high school and middle school, I was always like, got to get the A's. Like, like it's second nature for me to be oh, like good at academics. So I was like having a crazy identity crisis. And um, I told my sister, I was like, look, I, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to go to this four-year college and pay a shit ton of money for something that... Facts know in the end won't bring me happiness and so she's like okay she took it pretty well which is for me to express that to her because I see her as a second mom because she's 10 years older than me Mm. um, was a huge step for us our relationship and she's like why don't you come live with me in Mississippi she was going to med school there and um, you can save up and see what you want to do in a year or two yeah Um, and I knew I always wanted to live in New York City so that was my intention and I I was like, fuck it, let's go. I was ready to go of California. Um, I don't think I was in the best headspace, nor was I surrounding myself with the best people. Mm. That's just kind of when you're in like a lower vibration, like it's not, everything is not your fault for being there because mm-hmm. you just attract all of these negative things and it's, it's cloudy. So I'm glad I got out of it. Um, at first, I was like, hell no, nah, Mississippi, what the fuck? What am I going to do here? <laughs> um, but I was just like, I was just, you know, when you're at rock bottom and your things pre- are presented to you, you just go. No, I think that's so. an important lesson too, Tammy. Um, especially for those, those people who listen to this podcast who are our age, in their 20s, older and younger. And for everyone in their life there comes a moment when you question the path that you're on right like we all question like am i doing the right shit like am i am i doing what's right for my life mm-hmm. um and it's always really fascinating to hear someone give their story about you know this was the moment that i pivoted and went in this direction you felt a certain way about la you felt a certain way about you know you know mississippi probably obviously and and you'd made that decision to leverage the opportunity whether it be for someone who's listening whether it be like you know taking the opportunity to not go to school and study the thing that your parents want you to do or to study the thing that you always wanted to do or whether it be um you know taking the first steps on a new hobby or creating content or whatever it is there's so many opportunities out there it's really fascinating to hear you say that oh man that like you had the self-awareness to understand i wasn't around the right people and this is what i need to do to help my life and a lot of times when it comes to like moving your life forward it's it's pretty obvious you're on the wrong crowd you know you don't take care of your mental health you're you're staying up late you're you're sleeping in you're eating poorly you're um you know maybe maybe you're smoking or drinking too often or something of that nature and if you just cut back on those little things like little by little your quality of life will improve the, the mental clarity will improve and you know it's it's always yeah it's always really cool to hear how people pivot and now you're in new york right <laughs> yeah now i'm in new york fast forward what five four four and a half five years yeah yeah it's been it's weird when people ask me how long have i been in new york and i just like i sit there and i'm like four and a half years it seems like it seems like a dense amount of time yeah for how to move here how you if especially if you're on your own and you don't have any support mm. But yeah, that's like what you said. Once you start finding that self-awareness, that literally is the first step. Yeah. Like if you're, I was so, I feel like I can talk about it now, but back then I was just so 
like sad face all the time depressed like i was depressed yeah. and um it, and i realized that like i don't know what it was but it wasn't me feeling sick of feeling like that it was just like damn i'm sad yeah yeah and then all of a sudden all of a sudden you just start doing things to to acknowledge that you're self you're being self-aware and then momentum happens and things just fall. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 so true. It's so true. We could we could literally stay on this topic for forever. But I, I kind of want to know a bit about. <laughs> I want to know a bit about kind of because obviously it's called Beyond the Garment, and I learned about you from the standpoint of fashion, right, and kind of lifestyle in a bit. And obviously New York is that epicenter, and you know a lot of things are channeled through there. Kind of talk to me about your journey with fashion because. I did a bit of digging, look back at some of the oldest Instagram posts. I feel like there's a clear stylistic change from just two, two or three years ago to Tammy yeah. Mae right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, gosh. Um, sometimes I go back and I'm like, should I just archive all this? But I'm like, nah, this is this is me. This is this is my journey. Um, but OK, so. I initially started realizing that I had an interest in expressing myself through fashion on Tumblr. Mm. I don't know if I'm aging myself, but <laughs> Tumblr was where my love for all of that began. I would reblog like things from like Balenciaga or like mm. Margiela mm. or um, a lot of Japanese streetwear. Yeah, um, and I found that it was just different from what I was used to seeing. Like I used to watch MTV a lot. And like, or just what whatever I saw in LA and stuff, it was different. Right. So I was like, let me try this. And then on Instagram, my evolution kind of happened, like style wise. Yeah. Um, just me trying to find different ways to express how I feel. Mm -hmm. um, I always harbored on the fact that I didn't have a specific aesthetic. Like that's like. People know me as like, oh, Tammy's doing this again? Oh, or she's doing this? What? <laughs> but, but it's just like, I I find no shame in it anymore because I understand that my passions or like what my likes and stuff are constantly changing. Right. And I try not to overwhelm myself with that. So I find that through expression of what I wear. Yeah, totally. And that makes a lot of sense. And even kind of touching back on what you said about how you were sad, depressed, um, as you get older, you, your tastes, they change, right? And oh, yeah. of, of course, you, you're not going to be the same person you are when you're 20 versus 25, 30, 35. It's all going to change. It's a constant moving target. And, you know, I also had that same question. Should I archive some of these older posts? Because, um, you know, it could be cringy to some to see me that way. But also, it's it's really fun, I feel like, in a lot of ways to be able to recognize the journey that you've been on and um look back and compare it to where you are now and not 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 to say anything that you wore two years ago or three years ago is bad it's just a different target right it's just a different vantage point and growing up is one of the things that we all go through like i mean we probably at some rate wish we could be 11 in some capacities but also glad that we're 20 something years old now and being able to deal with the world but yeah i um I totally get that sentiment of like, should I archive this or should I keep this? Um, my shit is always changing. I need to, I need to keep it real, keep it a buck, and just be honest yeah. with myself. <laughs> it's a it's a journal, it's a diary, a visual diary. If you're comfortable with it, exactly. Um, 
you mentioned a word that that I've been kind of rethinking in my mind, cringing, cringe, I do cringe. Yeah, cringe, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the amount of times that I've like looked back at my YouTube videos or photos where I'm like, oh, oh, why? But like now I'm just like, no, like honor that, like what you said, honor the process where you where you've grown to i mean in 10 years from now you might be different or the same exactly Um, and i think for me too tammy like a part of me wants to give inspiration to others so like if someone who's watching my videos only sees me peak drew joiner 2022 drew joiner is currently peak drew joiner right and they only see that but they never saw you know dirty like drew with you know, his, his skinny jeans from wherever brand and shoot, like it, it doesn't give a proper perspective, right? So like, I want to show that journey to inspire others as well. That's a personal note for me. Um, yes, that. stick to it. For facts, facts. Talk to me about the kind of fit pick culture, mm-hmm. right? Because I think 2020, 2021, 2022, um, at least for me, and from the observation of your content, there seems to be just this kind of explosion of this idea of taking fit pics and and showcasing your creativity through fashion why did you kind of latch on to that form of expression especially on instagram as a starting point yeah that's a good question because it's a the fit pic is a weird phenomenon to like wrap our heads around that that's the thing um but i think i started documenting my outfits when i started wearing different or like more more uh colorful things Mm. uh, during quarantine yeah so and i was bored to be honest we all were yeah yeah and i was like we're walking outside let's take this picture and then i started following more and more accounts like what you're wearing and like auschwitz and all that stuff and i was like this is a thing like let me post let's do this and then um <laughs> it just it kind of built from there I, I try not to think about it too much right. or create it too much um so that it stays free-flowing and fun but um i don't know i i yeah i, I try not to think about it being like i gotta go out and take 10 fit pics today yeah because that's what i need to do no it's like this is what i'm i decided to wear today so let me go ahead and take take a cute pic. Facts, facts. No, I, I totally get that. And I think um, it's funny because I think now, and I feel like there's a, a defined moment, like from 2020 to about 20, like late 2021, almost two years where, you know, fit pics and still fit pics are pretty big. And the idea of going out and documenting what you're wearing is pretty big. But now it just seems like video content is just taken everything to a different place, right? Where no longer are you going to, you know, necessarily focus on the fit pick. You can create a, a kind of a story or a visual or a moving picture with video versus that fit pick. Like talk to me about like the transition for you. Cause I feel like for everyone, everyone is a little bit different, but kind of similar where you went from taking fit pics and having posting fit pics and being on these kind of repost pages fits on point osh fits what people are wearing all those things to now making reels making tiktoks and it's still kind of a fit pic but it's different right like you know what i mean like kind of talk to me like about that journey that experience yeah um okay so there was one video that kind of went off into the ether and 
gained a little traction. Um, it was me like changing, getting ready. And I was wearing like these bit, I looked like a fisherman, basically. That was the vibe. Um, and I was like, I, I didn't plan this. Like I didn't sit down and say this 0.05 seconds, I'm going to do this, 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 this. I just created it and I made it with the intention of just making a visual of me moving around because I feel like our attention spans are very, very minuscule nowadays. There's no shame in that. It's not our fault. Um, but I, I just I just felt like I needed or I wanted to make something a little bit more compelling, a little bit more intimate. Mm -hmm. That's kind of my angle at things most of the time. Um, there were a few times where, uh, in the beginning of me taking fit pics and like doing like carousels and stuff where I'd be like, I just move around. Right. And then it'd be like a cool picture. But then I started like posing a little bit more. Right. And I was like, this feels a little bit unnatural. So I didn't like that. And I just decided to get on TikTok, put my phone on the tripod and, and I was craving to edit something because I took such a long hiatus on YouTube yeah. editing is where I find such creative fulfillment from. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. No, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And yeah, you know, with creating videos, there is a more, you feel kind of different versus taking a picture and maybe doing some touch-ups on like Visco or whatever editing app. It, it's There's a whole different creative feel to it because every video can feel very different, especially if you're someone who obviously you're in New York, it's going to feel very different than me in, in Denver and Colorado. Like it's, it's just going to. Um, and talking about your, you know, creative hiatus, if you want to call it from YouTube, uh, let's talk about that journey a little bit too because I, I think I discovered your YouTube channel I can't I don't know the exact timelines like mid 2021 or late 2021 maybe around the holidays like fall winter kind of time frame um oh. but I I watched I watched trust me I watched like all the videos um and so I want to kind of know what compelled you to go ahead yeah you interrupting you no, what, yeah, go ahead. what video was it? I'm so curious oh man give me one second I can just let me just look on YouTube real quick because oh no it's okay <laughs> no no because I want to it was it was probably something like the title was 20 something in New York uh -huh. living in New York and living hold on a day in the life something about New York yeah it was yeah. living in NYC working on the weekends like usual something like that right yeah and um i don't know there was something about just the energy of the video like and then as i've watched more of your videos um, you had a lot of really interesting elements, whether they were like monologue elements, talking about your mom and your sister, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, I want to know, like, what, why'd you start making YouTube videos? Yeah. Well, I, going back to my love for storytelling and film and acting, I just always, I always wanted to, to create something in long form. Um, and I, when was it? It was when we, it was when I, yeah, first got this apartment that I'm living in right now. And I was like, it's the time, um, cause my business was doing pretty well. And I felt at the time I felt level-headed enough to create or put myself out there like that. Um, because if I'm being completely honest, YouTube is probably my favorite platform, hands down, um, because uh, 
long form content. You get to know a person a little bit more. Mm. You get to sense the energy a little bit more. I mean, everything on the internet, take it with a grain of salt. Um, of but just like Instagram and TikTok, everything is so fast and it's like people can make so many assumptions and um, yeah, YouTube was where I enjoyed creating the most. Um, yeah, I, I just decided to pick up a camera and tell a story from my point of view. Yeah. I think yeah. it's an important story too, because as someone who is 20, I'm 24 right now. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 27. 27, so you're a little bit older, but I'm 24, not that much older. It's pretty much the same generation. Um, and someone telling their story as a 20-something-year-old, I don't know, I just really resonated with that. And I always, like, being someone who's not from New York, being someone who lives in kind of like a smaller market in terms of like fashion culture and and just diversity and all those things it's always really interesting to see new york told from a perspective like and that content is always popular i'm always watching new york videos because i yes. I, I it's just something very new and something very unique um and so when you say like you were just curious like did you did you watch other people on YouTube before you started or were you just like you know what I'm just going to pick it up and go from there it can be a quick answer honestly Um I when was it it was when I was feeling like super lonely um right up when was it yeah Mississippi mm -hmm. when I was living in Mississippi I would watch a lot of vloggers and I always felt like I had a friend I mean it's it's a very uh cheesy answer but No for that, real um, it's just I, I enjoyed watching people cook or talk to the camera and um, yeah, no comfort. I, that's the way I felt with you. I felt like oh man, like this is like my homie now. Like literally, like anytime Tammy like goes to like the gym, like running, like cooking, like in the crib with her friends, like we all just chilling. Like that's the way it feels. <laughs> yeah, you're with me. Yeah, no, I love that. I I'm so happy that you can get a sense of that because when I create, it's not like, I hope they feel all of these things that I'm projecting or putting out there. So right. to hear me say what it does. So it's, it's nice. Yeah, absolutely. Now, now I'm just talking to you as a homie again, like, will you ever come back to YouTube or is it something where it's a bit overwhelming right now with the way that your workflow is? Mm -hmm. I'm definitely coming back to YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm excited for that. You can make me cry. Um, yeah, I I think I've been on a really good healing journey these past two months. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. I've just been reading so much, studying so much, um, releasing limiting beliefs about what I need to be. Um, and I'm just really excited. I have a few clips. I'm hoping to get back. Uh, I'm hoping to get it up in August. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> but 100% YouTube is, is my love. Cool. Yeah, that's music to my ears. And I know one of the things that I think that the world needs more of is you're, you're, you're big on mindset. I'm big on mindset too, right? Like you're big on the like you know, you can transform your physical with your mental, right? Where, and where it's all starts where your mental is. And that's something that's big in, it's big in sports. That's big in um, sales. It's big in a lot of aspects of life, right? Because it all starts with your mentality towards a particular subject matter. 
And in same goes for problems. I know I can only imagine. I know you've probably been through some, through some things. We've all been through some. Oh, my God. We've all been through some things. Um, and that's yeah. something that, you know, no one can escape. We're all going to go through something, whether it be breakups, whether it be lo- losing loved ones, um, whether it be just difficult times where you have to deal with recessions, inflation, the world's weight, political unrest. All these things are always weighing down on us. Um, and it's important. And this is something for me, like I've always thought it was important to to feed that kind of positive energy to people because they're being sucked in by negative energy all the time. Right. And I always felt like when I watched, especially your YouTube videos, cause it is longer form. I always felt like you were feeding a part of me that needed to see someone who was doing their best, maybe struggling at times, but also succeeding at times. And that's like, it's, it's hard to like, it's like, I can be all savvy about it, but it's like, it's real. Like, it's like so real to like have someone who you look up to, who's a real person on YouTube who does that kind of stuff. So that's kind of my ode to you, Tammy. Um, but it, it's, it's real. This <laughs> is just real. I appreciate, man. I appreciate that. That's, I got you. I, yeah, you, yeah, you, your energy. I, I'm so happy we're here right now. Same, same. Kind of moving back to um, more kind of a, I don't know, I don't know how to answer this question or call this question, but you have about two hundred and fifty thousand followers across Instagram and TikTok. Does that kind of blow you away sometimes when you think about that, or do you just not even? Did I just bring that to your attention, or like, what, what do you think about that? That right there, like I really didn't know that until you said that. <laughs> Um, and I think it's because a part of my protective nature of my own, like mind and heart, I don't, I try not to keep track of that. I know there's some content. I've watched some videos on like content creation and strategy and stuff, just because out of curiosity, what people are saying about this whole new industry business, whatever. Um, and they're like keeping track of like 20 K I hit 20 K this month, which is amazing. But I think for me personally, I I choose not to keep track of it mm. and just to continue to do to to ebb and flow with what I want to put out because what if one day I want to start putting out content about like health and mental awareness, mental health awareness or whatever mm. in in combination with fashion. Um and then I see numbers drop. I don't want that to affect my creative journey. At the end of the day, it's, I don't know if anybody out there who might be a creator as well that's listening, Mm -hmm. I don't want it to affect our core values and like why we started. I don't think any genuine creator who is succeeding out there creates from like, I'm going to start doing this because I want to make money or because I want to be the most famous influencer in the world. We all start for a very genuine reason of expression. And there's this, um, there's this person I listen to a lot. His name's Hindsight. And he says he lives by the mantra that expression is our greatest form of nutrition. Mm. 100% I, I agree with that. So yeah, I try not to let numbers get to me like that. It is overwhelming when I think about that. And I try not to hold myself accountable for being so responsible for like, oh, I shouldn't say that because, you know, half of the world might go insane on me. Mm. But I always just try to be as genuine as possible and um, not not think about growing or 
or not growing? What's what's the opposite of that? Yeah, not not growing. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I think you're so right, and I love that mantra as well. And um, someone I looked up to a lot. I, play, I played basketball. I, I was a college athlete, and I looked up to Kobe Bryant often. You know, rest in peace. And one of the things that I just I always stuck with me that Kobe used to say when it came to someone asked him about you know Kobe like how do you deal with you know fans booing you or having a bad game like how do you make sure you don't you know get too down on yourself and he he talked about like staying even keel you don't want to get too high you don't want to get too low and it's kind of similar to what you're saying when it comes to this idea of number chasing you don't really want to get too high on the numbers right because the numbers they are a result of this natural creative energy that you've already put out there. So if you focus on the numbers too much, you start to skew that natural creative energy to something that is a bit egotistical, something that's a bit less pure, right? And that's something that I have struggled with myself and I also like am constantly working on to stay true to form on just creating the best story talking having the most real conversations on the podcast creating the best videos helping people the most doing putting the best energy out and that's a lesson for anybody right and you said it yourself like who comes into creating with the idea that i'm going to get rich obviously that when you see that person you just don't resonate with them the same way you resonate with the person who actually loves what they're talking about it's it's a night and day difference so yeah i mean it's um and just to just to clarify, that doesn't mean to discourage whoever's creating content out there to not get the bag. Like, please get the bag. Of course. Like, it. This takes work, but like, I think when you sit down with yourself, are you doing this for that only, mm. or is there a good balance between it all and understanding the business of of being a creative? Because that's a paradox in itself. But um, yeah, I think it's something we're all trying to navigate. I go back and forth, forth with this like, man, monthly, Month. every, 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 yeah. every week for me, literally same, same, because you're so right. Obviously you have to be realistic. You know, you can create videos all you want. And, you know, for some people who, who have made this their livelihood, you have to obviously get paid for the art that you create. And it is art in a, in a way. And that's, it goes the same for any artist. That's why I love this podcast is that you could be creating videos on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram, or you could be painting on, with, on canvas, or you could be a photographer, or you could be cre- creating commercials or creating clothing, obviously. You, you need to make sure that you, you know, have food on the table as well, <laughs> obviously, right? Like it's just, it's just part of the life. Um, so that's actually a perfect segue i know you've worked with a couple brands um in terms but i feel like before i ask this question i feel like you have such a multi-varied life like you have your business obviously you're on social media so like you do kind of a lot of things and i'm focusing on social media which feels a bit wrong but you've worked with a lot of brands are there any brands that you'd like to work with in the future that's the question (laughs) yeah no also, Drew, keep doing keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> you have a knack for this, so oh, thank you. I just, I feel at ease watching you. Um, but to answer your question, I I want to work with brands that hold a lot of inspirational value and not just aesthetic value. Mm. That's a dream of mine, like Nike. Um, I I sport them almost every day. Um, but I also love that they inspire so much more beyond 
um, how you look or what, yeah, what you have on. Um, and also uh, any Asian American owned brand that I can continue showing how much creative potential that the AAPI community has. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just kind of letting the universe show me who, who feels right to work with. Absolutely. And yeah. No, yeah, I'm the same, same for me. Um, there's always, you know, Nike is a, a great example. Nike, Adidas, New Balance, all these bigger brands are very aspirational and inspirational. But for the most part, you know, as someone who creates content also gets paid oftentimes for the work I do, um, you know, a lot of times you're just kind of navigating, you're saying no and saying yes, and you're letting, like you said, the universe kind of just guide who reaches out to you and if the opportunity is right and, you know, if the moment's right for yourself, you can say yes. If it's not, if you feel like this is not a representation of what is right for you, you say no. So um, the flow state is was what we've called it. Like, you got to be in a flow state a lot of times for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Tammy, I love talking about the social media stuff. Um, we're going to continue to dive into like some of the more like self-care, mindfulness, personal care stuff. Um, and I think that's I'm, I'm really excited to talk to you about some of these things um, just because I'm a big fan, like I said, and it's going to be fun to hear some of these answers. So, yeah, let's start with this this question here. Yeah. Um, how would you describe kind of like your perfect day, summer day in New York City? In New York City. Okay. First off, it's going to sound so you wouldn't expect. No social media. So just turn off, turn off the world, turn off the noise. Um, and, but that doesn't mean that you can't have like something that's analog, maybe like a camera, like a Polaroid. I just started taking lots more Polaroids. Um, yeah. So that, that part technology <laughs> uh, and some yoga oh my god yoga is life-changing and tr okay if you talked to me like three months ago drew like this this version of me uh no i i don't know what i would tell you i'd be like let's go to the jam let's go party <laughs> which is fine that's fun it's still fun but <laughs> yeah it's still fun yeah. but um i do some meditations i get outside um go to McCarran Park um, or like little secret nooks of C uh, Central Park are pretty nice. Mm. I know it can be saturated a lot of times. Um, it's still very nice though a lot of times. So, Yeah. yeah. Um, and good conversations with people that I love. Um, I love it. Time yourself, putting away like maybe two hours to just quiet time, playing good ass music. What's the, what, what's the music that you've been into recently? recently or just in general right. whatever okay i have extremes it's either like hard hitting rap like gonna future <laughs> nice shit and then and then i'll listen to like ryuchi sakamoto mm. which is piano and classical and and then i'll listen to like ravina for like some blissful uh peace <laughs> 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 yeah that's pretty much my day uh, no, that's fire that's fire that's why we were literally on the same vibe that's literally that's me my girlfriend that's all we do literally it, it literally well, goes yeah. from like 
trap rap <laughs> at times yes. to literally like classical jazz like lo-fi like we listen to some like um some like japanese lo-fi sometimes too like it's so fire um it just depends on the mood so like good music mm-hmm. really you know music they say music fills the time that we live in and it's so true like music is so it's so beautiful a lot of times and i, I love your love your perfect day as well um kind of i'm curious though like you said three months ago you wouldn't be in the same mental space that you're in right now talk to me like what is like what's the shift going on for you right now you think oh my god um the shift has been letting go Mm. letting go of things that don't serve me and um that's unlike my oh god i'm sorry no you're fine (laughs) um releasing things that like physical things like I've sold so much shit like I'm really minimizing my life but also like enjoying the finer things if I want to if I want like a like a new shirt like that brings me joy that's I I, I, yeah I ask myself that now like does it does it serve me Mm. Um, and uh yeah that's just been the transformation um yeah it's it's very I keep I'm like on the verge of tears. That's why my voice is shaking. I'm so sorry. No, I it, it don't don't even stress about it at all. I we've I'm on the verge of tears for you, honestly. <laughs> um, I appreciate you yeah. being vulnerable too. I really do. Oh, well, you 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 have this you know, natural talent to bring it out of people, but I yeah, I just started realizing a lot of things of what truly makes me feel not only happy but at peace. Mm-hmm chasing a lot of things that I thought that were good for me and um yeah I just that I I don't know it's it's so much like hopefully one day I can sit down like I write video treatments now Mm. that I want to create just that I have like a clear um, picture of what everything needs like the theme um but uh yeah I've just been submerging myself into becoming a person who doesn't need to attach themselves to so many things to find value absolutely and that's and that's the thing that with fashion and sometimes obviously like this is a fashion podcast i'm a fashion guy you know it's important for everyone listening to know that my value isn't the fact isn't in the fact that i have a like a capital jacket right it's not in the fact that i have the shoes that i have or um the hat that i'm wearing it's it's all about the way that i i take my time and put my time into things that are important and for everyone it's gonna look a little different for me my family is incredibly important to me right like spending time with my mom and my dad you know before you know obviously at some point everyone leaves us right before they pass away spending time with my my girlfriend is is incredible time doing the things that i enjoy doing whether it be you know traveling or um playing certain video games i'm a a big gamer reading books certain books like all those things are like what i value and bring me that happiness and i don't give a shit if you you know, make fun of video games. I'm going to still enjoy that. I don't care if you make fun of the fact that, you know, my family isn't the most dripped out and, you know, I'm not, I'm the drip guy, right? Like whatever, like it's all about perspectives and it's all about knowing yourself. And so 
I think all of us are either in a transition or headed towards a transition. And that's kind of like the constant cycle of life, right? Like it's just the way it is. So there's no shame in having to move away from a mindset or move away from people or move away from a situation to enter into a better one. And I think that's beautiful. I really do. I really do. So, um, yeah. I, I love that you value family time and time with your, your girlfriend, your loved ones. Yeah. It's important. It's very important. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, like, you know, we have a, like, you know, you try not to think about it, but we have a lot of people who obviously who give us a lot of, compliments right but who's gonna be there for you when like i was telling you earlier i bumped my knee like who do i want to call i want to call out from to my girlfriend like <laughs> like <laughs> um the first couple people in your mind that's who you got to keep close and that's their judgment or whatever they have to say is all that matters mm-hmm. the rest is just noise and yeah facts facts kind of more lighthearted. you have any like spots that you love to eat at Eat, love to eat at in new york talk to me about those yeah all right this is a freaking hard-ass question because new york come on <laughs> you walk down one block and you have like chinese food japanese food halal everything but um as of right now this could change um i i freaking love sushi so i just found this new place called 13 waters Oof. it's kind of low-key um but it's omakase and it's fresh as fuck and they have this like truffle um tr- what was it truffle uh foie gras thing mm. i don't know but it was a part of the course and i was sold she was hidden um, huh <laughs> yeah that, it, it, it's in east village so if anybody wants to try it out please do um and then if you want something quick pizza lindistry pizza Tops. in williamsburg yes so good they're i think for a good pizza, the bread needs to be perfection. Not a lot of people talk about the bread. They talk about like the toppings and stuff, but their bread is like kind of a little chewy, not too thick. Yeah. Facts. If you if you're a connoisseur of pizza, you know that bread, the bread has to be busting before you know you give it that yeah. A plus rating. It really does because it really makes the entire experience. Obviously, everything has to come together, but yeah, okay. I, I like those recommendations. Those are those are some dope recommendations. I like those a lot. I love pizza. I I love. Uh, let's see, who, Prince Street Pizza is really good down in Soho. Mm-hmm. Ru- yes. Ruby's Cafe, I've been to. Um, uh, Sundays in Brooklyn, I think it's called, or something like that. Or yeah, yeah, Sundays. It's down the street from here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me know when you guys are back. I have okay. So what you listed off was like. Like a lot of people go there for good reason. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm gonna show you some like spots that are like. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll let you know next time there. I I was there like late June for actually some modeling. Funny enough. Um. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll. I'm a. We know exactly who to hit up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Um, Tammy, it's been it's been a lot of fun actually. We're actually kind of coming to the conclusion of everything, but I want to ask you like maybe three more questions, um, kind of just like capstone questions, right? Uh, you said you're you're 27 right now. You're, you're heading, you know, towards your 30s, which which is a beautiful phase of life. It's kind of like a lot of people call you like your 30s prime, your prime of your life in a lot of ways. Um, talk to me though about your your 20s. What are some lessons that you've learned in your 20s that you? want to tell a younger version of yourself 
or just a young person right now? Yeah. Well, I have a whole series on YouTube, and I'm trying to wrap my head around that. (laughs) Um, It's a lot. It's a lot. But I think if I were to just say one thing is that your 20s is an experiment. Mm. A lot of things are going to feel like they're like, this is it. Like, like I fucked up or this wasn't meant to be. So this is it for me. I don't, I don't want to try it with anything else, but I, it took me a lot to understand that our twenties is all about discovering what we like and don't like and what's going to work for us. And I don't know, try things that might put us in difficult situations so that our thirties can be what you said, that beautiful golden age Mm -hmm. where we just feel like we got life on lock now because our twenties was so freaking sporadic. So uh, yeah, I just try to remind myself that when I feel like I'm kind of spiraling, I'm like questioning everything I'm doing. Um, I mean, with social media nowadays, we're hit with a lot of interests that we think that we could possibly be. Um, But just understand that if, if your head is in the right, space which is why meditation is so so important mm-hmm. um then your 20s is just a whole experience to for you to savor try to savor every moment yeah. even even the weird dark time no of course no you're right I, that's so so true trying to figure out who you are knowing yourself is like one of the great journeys of of life like not to be dramatic you know it's like one of the great journeys of life type shit <laughs> like like but dramatic this whole podcast right there's gonna be so many damn sound bites of this podcast that are just gonna take off like <laughs> um but no it's true um you know try to figure out yourself know yourself I, I like that a lot what do you tell yourself when you're going through some like hard times because everyone has a different way of dealing with problems dealing with hardship um yeah what do you tell yourself when when you're going through hard times yeah um i there are a few things um but to name a few it's actually right here written right here i'll show you word i keep it i keep like little post-its everywhere now smart but it says you are exactly where you need to be. Trust yourself. Mm. Um, and it sounds so simple, but if you really deep dive into your own personal experience, um, we're always, well, most of the time we're living either in the past or the future We're we're anxious because we're worried about the future or, or we're depressed because of our past. But if you repeat to yourself, maybe put your hand on your heart and say, you're exactly where you need to be, where I need to be then you're, you're, you're here, you're present, you're breathing. If you want to go grab a sandwich from McDonald's, do that. Um, but that's, that's really all that matters. And it calms my anxiety down a lot. Um, and then trust yourself. Um, I, although social media might not make it seem like it, but I self-confidence is like, it's something I struggle with daily. Uh, I feel like everybody does in their own way. And confidence, self-confidence, I recently figured out that it's a matter of trusting yourself and not doubting yourself. And then that's kind of when you find that footing and that grounding and in trusting yourself in your daily decisions, um, saying or uh, committing yourself to what you say you're going to do, all of a sudden you have this very rooted 
um, perspective of who you are. And then self-confidence just shines through. Because yeah. a lot of people are like, you wear things that are so out there and, or, or like, I could never look good in those baggy pants, those needles pants that I always wear. Like I live in them. Fire pants, um, by the way. <laughs> I love them. Um, but it's just like, you know, when I first started wearing them, I was like, damn, I'm a sack of potatoes right now. But, but then all of a sudden I was like, Com- this is comfy. And I-, I like the shape that I'm wearing right now. This is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then I started like trusting my decisions to make these fashion choices. And, and then confidence just kind of like emitted yeah. as like an energy, as opposed to like being forced. Um, yeah. Dang, that was a answer i'm so sorry no 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 i that's i love those answers that's that is such a great answer um and you you're you're so right like you have to be willing to trust yourself and know yourself and believe in yourself and you know you're a walking example of that you're an example of that for a lot of people on the internet and you're very like you're aspirational too in terms of like people looking to you as someone who's going to remind them to do things like that and hopefully this podcast does that as well um and so i mean i, I think that's awesome i really i really do and i want to ask you one final question kind of capstone this whole episode just with gratitude talk to me about like three things that you are grateful for yeah this is i i I used to hate this question so much so i'd be like grateful for this life (laughs) um but not (laughs) it it really helps me get specific like so 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 specific Mm. um but i am grateful for um finding the peace within me to heal my relationship with my mom um, I find myself calling her a lot more now out of wanting to talk to her, out of just wanting to be here with her mm-hmm. instead of like obligation. Because a lot of times people are like, call your mom. But do you want to call your mom? Yeah. Are you in a good space to call your mom right now mm-hmm. and be honest, have honest conversations? So that's that's one thing. We had a very great conversation last night. Um, second thing is... Uh, I am grateful for, I am grateful for realizing that I'm strong enough to make it on my own. Um, again, going back to like attachment and like understanding that I made it to 27 so I can make it to 37. And, um, now I have more, um, more gusto to be to be alone mm. love being alone nothing wrong with that um and then third thing that i'm grateful for is to have this opportunity it's gonna i'm sorry you expected this coming <laughs> to have this freaking opportunity to speak with you because well because i i i took a break on youtube mm. like usually this is what i do i sit down and i talk to a camera and just like let it all out yeah. just connect, try my best to connect because that's where i find so much joy Mm -hmm. um so thank you for creating the space and such great questions that weren't just what's your favorite shoe right now yeah no exactly no exactly and that's why yeah i'm so glad you pointed it out because a lot of times it's so surface level and i love to go deeper and i love the things that you're grateful for and obviously like you 
like I always knew you you're such an intentional person and it was great to have you on the show and um, when we come out to New York we'll definitely have to link up um, and I'm always rooting for you and I'm excited to see the YouTube channel come back Tammy May everybody <laughs> thank you so much Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. I want to thank Tammy for coming on to the show once again. Fantastic, fantastic episode for season three. These are the episodes I love creating. Someone who's just so real and raw and vulnerable with their life, not only from a fashion standpoint, but from a life standpoint. That's how you kind of feed the community, right? Because there are men, women, everyone in between who listens to this show, and we're all going through our own trials and tribulations, and that's just a fact. Like We're all going through something, and we all love fashion. We all love art. We all love creativity. We all love, you know, hopefully a bit of entrepreneurial spirit, right? Or spirit. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> I think one of the things that I loved that Tammy mentioned is being in this kind of flow state when it comes to creativity. You really want to be in this state a lot of times, and it's kind of hard to kind of narrow down what the flow state is for you. But for me, I know it's this kind of like very light creativity where things aren't very heavy. The ideas are free flowing and you're able to put out content in a very natural manner. I love that. I love that she said that. For anyone who's trying to create, obviously, if you're in a rut, maybe you have to kind of re-energize yourself or maybe re-position yourself, maybe recontextualize yourself, re-re-re. But um, what I mean by that is that maybe go outside and go for a walk or maybe go to the museum or try to reinvigorate that creative energy so that you can enter into that flow state. In sports, sometimes it's called the zone. Like when you're in the zone in basketball or you're in these the zone in baseball, it just means you're in a state of mind, in a state of body that's just, it's hard to kind of explain, but you're you're just letting things come to you, right? And that's something that I think is really important as a creative, whether you're creating uh, for social media or you're creating art in another capacity. Last thing I want to touch on, this is the second episode in a row where someone talked about how they were going on a certain path and they decided to change that path for the better. And that is all about self-awareness. Know yourself. And I know it's something that I say like often, like, oh, you got to know yourself. You have to know what you like and what you don't like. I mentioned how I like I like playing video games as a you know, leisure activity. And I don't care if anyone makes fun of it. That is an example of like understanding what you want to do. And it's when you look at it and you take it in a context that's much more serious, what you want to do may not mean or may mean not going to college or may mean not taking this class or it may mean going down the career path that is more creative or going and living with someone who um, is in a couple bedroom apartment so you can actually afford the rent of a place instead of having to put yourself into debt. Know yourself, know what you want. That's kind of a random example. I don't know why I gave that example. I think I'm thinking more about housing recently, but know yourself, know what you want to do and then attack it, go after it because life is, is long and short. If that makes sense, it's long in the sense that, you know, obviously like there's a lot of arcs in everyone's life, but it's short in the fact that you never know what's going to happen. So seize the moment right now. And that's kind of the final thought I want to leave for this episode. If you enjoyed, leave a five-star review. We will see you next time. I appreciate you guys so much for tuning in week after week. Peace.